Namaste. Hello. Hi. Howdy. Um, adios. No. Hola. Um, happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, hi. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. That is me. Guess what? Um, that's me. <clears throat> oh, and now I'm going to bring out your host, Amanda Holstein. Hi, namaste. Um, it's still me. Um, hi, welcome back to season two, episode two, arbitrary numbers of <laughs> this podcast. Um, thank you um, for those of you who emailed in last week and told me that you were listening. <laughs> and thank you to friends also who told me that you were listening. That means a lot. Um, so I'm not just doing this for myself. Um, or are you supposed to do it for yourself? That one's always confusing to me. Okay, so I do it for myself, but then obviously other people need to hear it too, so it's funny how that's all tied together. Anyway, another day. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for, um, your support. Uh, a real way that you could support this podcast would be to apparently rate it on iTunes and subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, that would mean a lot to me. Um, yes, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I have been back in Houston for a week and I'm in the process of getting my life basically. Oh, I have my life, but getting all my like, okay, I got to get a, I need income, right? (laughs) That's practical. Okay. I need a place to live. That's not just at my mom's house. Like the hero's journey doesn't end back to back at your mom's house. So I'm going to look for a place (laughs) and (laughs) the hero's journey ends in the Montrose district of Houston, Texas. Um, (laughs) enlightenment comes in a double cup. Uh, what else? DJ Screw. Okay. Uh, DJ Screw is my Jesus. Um, Mattress Mac. St. Mattress Mac. Okay. So <laughs> I'm in the process of moving uh, back down here to Houston. And so I've been here for a week and I've had a couple of job maybe things coming up. And I'm looking for an apartment or a house. And um, in general, you know, I really try to live my life, like, this is, this is what I try to live my default as, is that, like, I have faith that if I'm on the right path, if I'm praying, meditating, spiritual things, being nice to people, and I work hard, that things will fall into place accordingly. So it's like, it's like faith, but also hard work, right? So it's like the marrying of those two. You can't just have faith and be like, oh, I have faith that um, someone's just going to throw a million dollars on my lap. Um, (laughs) But okay, so I mean, I guess you could, but your odds are going to be higher if you just get out, get a job, really. Like, (laughs) so... So I've been like looking for employment and I'm, I guess I'm a little, maybe you could call me precious about this or like sensitive. Like I don't want an office job. Like I've had so many office jobs and I just, I always end up feeling constricted 
and miserable and uncreative and that's fine if that's for you um but that's not I I've just tried it so many times and I always end up being miserable so so that's what I know I don't want in finding employment (laughs) but those are the really those are really easy jobs for me to get like I have a good resume I have a good background like but I yeah like I said I, I know what I don't want so and but in general like I try to live like okay I have faith that like if I just put out there what I've whatever I'm wanting like I'm only applying to jobs that I really want then that's what's gonna come back to me like but this morning, um, Monday morning, I woke up feeling very afraid and constricted. I felt like I was in this old mindset that I used to have where you just have to be somebody else's bitch, basically. And that I'm going to just have to, like, I woke up feeling like I'm going to have to sacrifice all of my creativity and all of my things that I actually care about in order to make ends meet and to be able to you know pay for grad school or have a house like have a decent life like that I'm gonna have to like just sell my soul basically and I couldn't get my mind out of it like I just you know it's like it's Monday morning I've been here for a week oh my God, things aren't going to work out. Like, what if, like, what if a million things, right? Like, what if um, I end up being unhappy? Like, what if nobody's listening to my podcast? Like, what if I, somebody hits my car? Like, I just was in this, like, mind state of, like, fear and all the things that could go wrong. And So I did some yoga. Um, That didn't really seem to help. Sometimes that helps me, but uh, it just didn't seem to really sit right with me this morning. It was a good physical workout, but the spiritual just wasn't really there for me. And um, so I decided to meditate, um, (laughs) which I admittedly I don't do every day but I've been trying to get more into a daily practice because it really is transformative um so I did a meditation on um letting go of our thoughts basically um I it was like I was taking certain thoughts so seriously all these like fears and what ifs as if they were true as if that's the way the world is or is necessarily and so I did this meditation which helped me to separate myself from those thoughts and I think maybe some people maybe you don't know that much about meditation but that's definitely an approach and a benefit and to me like why I like to do meditation is because it separates you from all like the bullshit that's going on in your head like you can I don't know if you can hear that garbage truck in the background um that represents my thoughts (laughs) sort of (laughs) 
that <laughs> I don't even know if you can hear it, but okay, there it goes. Um, it's yeah, kind of like that garbage truck going by where it's like your thoughts are like these, or you can hear somebody doing their yard work next to me. Also, you might not be able to hear any of these, but the, there's all these like noises that are going on around us that are like our thoughts and they come and go. Some are louder than others. Some seem to hold more weight and hold us down more. Um, but meditation helps us to be able to detach ourselves from those thoughts and the noises that are going on around us. That Meditation can is a practice to bring you into state into a state of pure awareness. Okay, what is pure awareness? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay, pure awareness would be like a blue sky. Okay, like no clouds in the sky is. It's just like right now, actually. Like it's beautiful out here. Like it's just a pure blue sky. Just calm quiet peace and that our thoughts are like these clouds that pass over the blue sky and that none of them need to be taken any more seriously than the other and that beyond all the bullshit beyond all the clouds beyond all the noise there's just the blue sky and within each of us are at our core, I believe, at our, at our essence, detached from our egos, detached from our the things that we're taught and all the baggage that is put onto us throughout the day and every just all the noise that within each of us lies, just pure awareness, without judgment, without attachment without any sort of like need to be right without any fear and grasping there's just the blue sky so meditation is fantastic for reminding us of the blue sky and taking a time to separate ourselves from the noises and I don't know if you can hear there's a chicken you probably can't hear it as I'm doing this but just know that there's a chicken clucking in the background (laughs) me trying to talk to you about clearing out all the bullshit but I'm using it as um, a lesson (laughs) so where was I Uh, yeah so okay So backtracking. So I woke up in a state of fear. I woke up in a state of a million thoughts. And what if this, what if that, all of them making me feel small, all of them making me feel constricted, living in fear as if, as if happiness isn't possible, as if it's not possible to live an authentic, flourishing life and and like function basically that like I, I was living in 
a state of a million possibilities, none of which were real, rather than living in a state of pure awareness and faith. Does that make sense? (laughs) Um, Here's another example. As I was contemplating my fears on my mom's back patio, I saw a wasp. And I used to be afraid of wasps. Um, I've never been stung by one, but I was always afraid. And I, and I was taught that I was always afraid they were going to sting you and it was going to hurt really bad, but that also that like they could sense your fear. (laughs) So, so like the more afraid you were, like the more they were going to come after you. Like, as if these inanimate objects, as if these insects doing their own, they're not inanimate objects, but whatever, they might as well be, who cares, they're fucking wasps, like, as if these things, like, gave a fuck about me, basically, like, so I saw this wasp today on my mom's back patio, and I saw it to some, for like half a second as a threat, where I was like, okay, that could come near me, and that could hurt me. But it really didn't get very close to me. So I just sat and I kind of like just watched it. And I was like, that wasp is like my fear. That wasp is like my thoughts. That wasp is like the clouds or the noise. That I could focus on the wasp. The wasp that doesn't give a fuck about me. And I could focus all of my energy on, oh my God, like, is it going to come get me? What if the, what if it comes after me? What if there's like a whole like nest of them? What if he's going to build a nest? All those what ifs, right? Like all those things that aren't real. But you can convince yourself if you're focusing on them. So, so I could look at the wasp in that way or... I could just look at the millions of feet around me um, that don't have wasps in them. (laughs) I could look literally anywhere else and guess what? There's not a wasp. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, I guess meditation is like you have your thoughts and your fears and your things that you think are defining you and these stories that you're that you tell yourself that about the way that the universe works like that you have to sacrifice being happy to get money that you have to um what that's just what is where my mind is at I don't know you could think of a million other things of like these stories that you tell yourself that are based in your fears right like if you figure out whatever one works for you, like, <laughs> cause we all have them. So you could spend all your time focused on the wasp and the story that you tell yourself around the wasp or through meditation, through spiritual practice, through prayer, through yoga, through running, through therapy, through your Vitamix, like, <laughs> You can look around and see all the space that's around you that's not the wasp. And then you turn around and then the wasp is gone 
and you're just sitting out by your mom's pool without a job, (laughs) but a lot of faith. (laughs) So, yeah, so I wanted to share that with y'all because I think that we can all relate to that of like these stories that we tell ourselves and these fears that we have that dictate the way that compromise our ability to be happy and to be fully present in the world. And I mean, this is, I'm going to hammer it in a little bit more like I did the first episode um, of this season, but I'm going to just hammer in a little bit more about the significance of having a daily spiritual practice um, and the significance of it um, for, let's say two reasons. Okay. So two reasons (laughs) to have a spiritual practice. Okay, one, this is the first reason. It's a story. So bear with me. So I have a a very good friend of mine. His name is Drew Dowdy. He's a comedian. He is brilliant. Um, He is in the AA program. And he'll talk to you about it. I'm not outing his anonymity. Um, and he recently had, you know, kind of fallen off the track and came back on and onto the proverbial sobriety wagon, which is, um, not as fun of a wagon as you might think. Um, a lot of baggage. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) so he came back onto the sobriety wagon and he was at a meeting and this old timer who's had a lot of sobriety comes up to Drew and he's like, Drew, you look so good. Like you look like you're on a pink cloud. And Drew's like, yeah, I'm just so grateful to be back. Like I just, you know, but I, I'm afraid like that this pink cloud is going to go away and that over time that I'm going to just end up back where I started. And then the old timer He leans into Drew and he says, you know, I have to tell you something. He says, I've been sober for, I don't know, 10 years. And I have to tell you, that pink cloud has never gone away. And he said, and the reason it has never gone away is because I have committed to a daily spiritual practice and so within the program it's like statistically anybody who has any level of like real success in the program they'll be the first to tell you that they have a higher power or a spiritual practice or whatever my dog just barked (laughs) hi two peas you're enlightened um (laughs) shut up I'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) um he's deaf so I don't even know what he's barking at um uh, can y'all hear the chickens uh there's chickens anyway um (laughs) so the first reason to have a daily spiritual practice just try it it brings you onto that pink cloud okay just try it like you don't have to prove anything to anybody else but if you want to be happy Okay, which we all do, then try fucking meditating. Okay, if you want to be happy, try yoga. If you want to be happy, try 
um, not watching porn all the time. Um, that's just a personal <laughs> vendetta. I don't have anything against porn. I mean, it's just not very spiritual. Like, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you want to um, be happy, you know, do something that actually matters. Like, get your dick out of your hands, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you want to do something that matters, like, if you want to be happy, like, go for a run. Like, if you want to be really happy, like, do some sort of, like, spiritual practice. Like, just try it. Just try it. Okay, so that's the first reason to have a spiritual practice is that it will make you happier. Okay, just it will make you happier. Sue me if it doesn't make you happier. Okay, who doesn't want to be happier? So first reason to have a spiritual practice, you'll be happier. Second reason to have a spiritual practice. I'll tell you why and then I'll tell you why why I'll tell you the story behind the why after so the second reason to have a spiritual practice is that it will make society better it will make the world better it will make your families it will make your community it will make the country It will make the world better if you have a spiritual practice. And here's why. So last week, my mom was telling me a story about these, there's this couple, there's this on, in her neighborhood that I grew up in this neighborhood and we've never liked this family. This family they're fucking dicks. They think you're, they think they're better than you. Like the woman literally walks like she has a stick up her ass. Like it literally, it has physically exemplified so much so that she looks like she has a stick up her ass and her husband is okay. Sue me for saying this. Her husband is a police officer and obviously not all cops are bad. Obviously. But you could say, you know, to some extent, you know, some enforcers of the law, you know, could maybe let it go to their heads a little bit. And they might start to think of themselves a little better than you. But it's not really even about the job. It's like the job is just an exemplification of this issue that he already has already. Right? So bear with me. So these, so this couple, they think that they're better than everybody. And they walk around the neighborhood judging people and look like okay they've always done this so then this guy moves next door to where this couple lives police officer and stick up her butt and i should say something nicer she's got a nice yard like okay police officer and nice yard lady um (laughs) so she goes over to his house, the next door neighbor's, the new next door neighbor's house and says, um, my son works for the Houston police department and he has hacked into your internet and saw that you're viewing pornography and she threatens him. Okay. First of all, like porn is even bad. I was joking about it earlier. Like porn is fine, but like say a prayer also. Okay. Like, 
<laughs> say a prayer with your dick in your hand like okay whatever anyway <laughs> so she goes to him and she's like we see that you're viewing pornography which like to be fair his side of the story like he could be viewing like child porn or something but anyway so then she goes over there they hack into their internet no warrant hack into this guy's internet look into his shit go over there and threaten him basically and say hey we see that you're doing that you're viewing porn and we don't like it and we have all this judgment we think we're better than you and then you know what they did they went to the church where these people go these people go to the same church, apparently, as the guy next door. And they went to the people in the church and they said, this guy's viewing porn. He's not a man of God. <laughs> Shit, there must be no man of God then. Because really, I mean, <laughs> by those rules, get real. So anyway. So they go to him and they say, he must not be a man of God because he's viewing pornography. So then these people from the church come to this guy and say hey we see that you're viewing porn blah blah blah. so it's built up all this bullshit okay all because of these people who are so afraid that they want their lives to be perfect that they are so judgmental that they will hack into your internet and make some bullshit campaign over you because you don't, you're not doing what they like. So that made me really mad. Um, I don't even really know these people like personally, but I, I got so angry. I wanted to go over there. I wanted to be like, how can I, f like, how can I fuck these people over? Basically, like it doesn't even affect me, but that I was picking up so much of their negativity that I just wanted to throw it right back. Which leads me to why you should have a spiritual practice. The second reason is because energy is contagious. And negative energy feeds into negative energy. So you fucked me over, so I'm going to fuck you over. Right? Okay, this guy's doing something bullshit. I'm going to do something right back. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to defend whoever. But really, you're just feeding into their negative energy. And you're putting it back out there. Versus, if you have a spiritual practice, you learn... That we don't want more negativity in the world, right? We want more positivity. We want happiness. We want a little bit more order to some of the chaos that's going on around us, right? So the way to bring order to all of this chaos is to detach yourself from the chaos. And to say, I'm not going to play this game, okay? I'm not going to play these power dynamics. I'm not going to... I'm not going to give them back that same energy that they're putting out there. I'm literally going to rise above it. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you rise above the bullshit. You say a prayer. <laughs> 
and you rise above it, okay? It's a conscious effort. It's a daily conscious effort. But it is so important because it bleeds into all of these other areas of our lives down to the way that we interact with strangers, which is basically what this whole fucking world is. To the better, the way to better a society and to better yourself is to pray, is to meditate, is to detach yourself from all the fears, all these constrictions, all these stories that you tell yourself. And you see that beyond all the bullshit is only pure awareness. And therein is your peace. Therein is world peace. <laughs> Namaste, I did it. Um, no, so this is obviously a lot easier said than done. Because um, people got a lot of baggage. Um, myself included. So, all of that to say. <laughs> overcome your fears and you have to start some sort of spiritual practice. Pray, meditate, um, so on and so forth. Run, get a Vitamix, um, journal, what else? Go to, no, don't go to an open mic. Ugh. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Run some ideas by me. Um, send me an email. I have um, an email address <laughs> and I have, uh, I have thoughts um, and I love sharing thoughts with people. So share your thoughts with me and I'll share thoughts with you. Um, my email address is the rapist jokes or therapist jokes at gmail.com. Please send me an email um, if you want to say hi, good job. If you want to talk about other things that you can do that are spiritual, that aren't just the things that I listed. Um, if you want to tell me that none of this made any sense to you and to get a better outline next time and that you could hear the chickens clucking in the background the whole time. Um, <laughs> I don't care. Just come and just say hi. Um, also rate and review this on iTunes. They say that helps. Um, share it with your friends. Uh, buy some art from me, please, please, please. TheRapistJokes.com, TherapistJokes.com, at TheRapistJokes, uh, Twitter, Instagram, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, y'all. Okay. Thank you for listening. I mean, say a prayer, do a spiritual practice. It's for you. It's for the betterment of society. Um, until next time, I wish you all love, courage, pussy, money, weed, enlightenment. Namaste.